0: Well, this past week, you know, I was watching the kids on my own because Kim was on uh, vacation. She had a great time. She came back today. It was fun. I, well, first of all, I'm I want. I'm a big proponent of any time that, uh, you know, y- someone that you like uh, comes to an airport back, you should always go drive to greet them at the airport and pick them up. And, you know, you want to be there at the gate to, to have them, uh, you know, just to be there. And, nice of course— time. This comes from you know how how much traveling I do, and I'm used to like when I land at an airport, it's just like you know sad clown all all the all the way home. There's it's no the rental
1: way. bus. It's the get go. I mean, uh, it? it's the Uber driver or the person to take you to your uh, rental car or the person to take you to your car that's been parked at
0: yeah, the airport. Yeah. right? I yeah. you know I have I oh well, I am I am launched. Let me go another level deep into distraction before I get back to uh, to to buckets, and, and I have
2: some tangents for the distraction.
0: Okay, good, good. <laughs> And, and and that is I'm I'm deploying a new this might be the actual topic a new a new frequent uh, traveler tactic, and that is where it is uh, advisable uh, or or fine. I think I'm going to start renting a car. Right, like I was in I went to Munich, and I rented a car, and and it Whoa. was it was pretty great. Hmm. Right, so instead fair. of now now some one night my whole car renting scheme did get me- uh, messed up. Because I my my I wanted to hang out with one of my coworkers and they picked me up in in a, a taxi or, or or whatever on the way there, so that kind of ruined things, right? But but because uh, you know you got your own there, car. But why
1: why you, like why? Because I, mean, yeah. I feel the opposite. I feel like the Uber on your traveling especially with someone else is paying for the rides like it's just kind of liberating it's like oh, i don't yeah, have to worry yeah. about the car i can just like yeah yeah go to
2: the rental car i get that's yeah. like at least an hour you so know, give, me, of, give me the, the other extra. side like why okay what is, why well, f-
1: why the rental
0: well the mate what what's totally un, well it's not totally unrelated but this first thing that started me thinking this way you know how it is something often kicks you off to think differently that's kind of like not really related to the thing, just kind of an odd coincidence. Like that, uh, what's that Robert Altman movie where uh, that that lady's talking on the phone and she doesn't have any pants on? Is that short short circuits? Shortcuts? Mash. Yeah, Mash. <laughs> Probably Mash. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and it's it's Juliette Lewis, right? The Natural Born Killer, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, so uh, so at VMware, in order to encourage you to use their preferred. Uh, car provider Avis, Avis slash budget. Let me just mention, don't rent from budget. Avis budget, same company. Budget doesn't really have any sort of frequent reward program of note. So don't rent from budget. That doesn't make sense. Just do from Avis, same exact counter. Anyways, uh, but they'll match your status. So I thought like, oh, I should I should uh, mail that in because I think I've done this before, but it, it wasn't very good at the time. Now, so I went... Uh, because i am on uh because i am on you know flying blue that is the k l m air france uh program, and i am platinum on there nice uh i that also means on sixth s i x t the German car rental company you can go in there and you can get their their is it diamond i forget what it is i don 't know if it's diamond, but you get their top tier uh, uh status their top tier normal status i think maybe it is diamond. And, uh, so I use that status. You take a screenshot of that and you email that to this, the person at Avis and then they match that car rental status, right? So I'm, I, this is, this is like some points guy level shit going on so far here. Right now, what happened is Avis changed me over to something they call the president circle. Ooh. And, and, uh, now there's one level of, of course, I looked up exactly like where this is in the levels, because uh, I, I I may not be that competitive, but I am very interested in competing against myself, in, in the uh, the frequent flyer thing. I always want to do a little better, right? Uh, next time. But there is another level above President Circle called Chairman Circle. Uh, anyways, but the President Circle apparently is this like invite only program, which it looks like it's it's somewhat permanent. Like all these sort of like off menu things, it's always like uh, not very well documented. But what you what, what happens is you get 1.5 points from Avis. You know, rental car points are always pretty shitty as far as, like, the value of them, I find. But it also says that you, you know, uh, quote, unquote, when available, uh, but that pretty much you'll always get a double upgrade uh, to your car, or at least that's what they, they will try to do. And so I was thinking, like, wow, this is kind of fun. You know, I got this president circle thing. So what I should do is uh, rent some more cars. Now, I got this... I sent in this upgrade before our two-week vacation. And this is why... I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but this is why when we rented a minivan... I rented a minivan for the two weeks we were in Texas. And we got upgraded to a Suburban. Uh, uh, not a bus? No. Well, it was kind of a bus. <laughs> but... So it started me thinking, like, well, you know, we always rent vac- We always rent cars on vacations. Yeah. Right? And And, like... I very rarely have ever like used my my points with with car rentals to get free rentals. And so like I should just like rent cars when I travel. And and that it made me remember do you I'm sure you all remember old, our old Canadian friend Roy Rithaller, And uh I remember talking with him when he was at BMC and I was at maybe at Red Monk or 451 at the time. And we were just discussing, you know, ah oh, he was saying I was I was in um I don't even know. I'm going to make up. I was in Boston at some conference, and I decided I would go take a drive out in the suburbs, you know, uh, you know, in between conference uh, schedule. And I was like, whoa, just like you two were. I was like, whoa, what do you mean rent a car? And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to rent a car all the time. I only rent cars when, when I travel. And this was maybe it must have been like eight, ten years ago. And uh, like, I remember at the time thinking that was a crazy idea, <laughs> but I, I, I've put it into, pl- into play a few times and I think, I think it's great. Now, let me start with the downside. There's one major downside and, and that is, you know, having to get gas, but I'm going to look into this, right?
2: Well, what, what about the parking at the hotel? Like, so, so I'm going to Austin next month and I'm not renting a car and parking at the hotel, $60 a day.
0: Well, I don't know how a, a like what round of funding y'all are in, Matt right? but <laughs> yeah. when it when it comes to business travel, you expense that, so like mm. it doesn't matter.
2: Yeah, I'm still too new. To Wait, like, have we gotten to, to the point the of like
1: what is the benefit yet? Like, are we still like we're still working to that? Like, where are yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Okay. playing hooky from the conference. Okay, in the day so the think, benefit is, is freedom of here. travel, Cote. Is that what we're getting to?
0: There's there's a couple of benefits. One. Like you know, you're accruing uh, frequent uh, traveler stuff, right? Okay. So that's good, right? And then, and then uh, the second benefit and is, is basically like, I don't know, I don't have to talk to an Uber driver, like, and <laughs> and and also like, I don't, I don't have to wait for an Uber, right? Okay. Like, and 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 also like, I, I feel like I was also thinking like, you know, if I hadn't actually lived here in Europe so long now and also driven around a lot like you know we have a car and we rent cars like i would feel kind of uncomfortable driving around europe right because it's just different enough that like it's you know you got to be aware of the differences but now i realize like i i've always liked driving i enjoy driving a lot so like i'll just rent a car and i can drive around and then i i basically don't have to like call i don't have to be that person you know with my hotel coffee cup standing out in front of the hotel waiting for an Uber place to come. And then the other thing, what I found, you know, when, when you're in Munich, right? I, I, you know, I always find, especially it's in Munich, but Germany uh, as well, is that like I always end up having to like wait for fucking ever for a taxi or an Uber. Like I'll always be at some like far flung place not always, but frequently when I'm in Germany or in France to a limited extent, like you're out at some kind of you're out on the suburbs, not necessarily downtown. And Germany like is weird with Uber, like uh, like it's not quite as uh, pervasive and reliable, kind of just outside the city as other places. So I'm always like waiting like I was at this one place, some old castle uh, And, uh, and, you know, what they call a castle in Europe is usually a little bit more like, uh, sort of like Victorian castles. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not like a castle with dragons and shit, which is what I'm always looking for. But like, I was out (laughs) at some, like, you know, resorty place and like I had to wait like 30 minutes for a cab to come. And it just like, whereas if you have your own. So I think we got
1: it here. So it's basically freedom of travel. But like, really, I'm going to wrap this up, Cote. And what Mm -hmm. I believe is your own personal, um, let's, say, shall we say motto one, one of your mottos in life is like your life is better when you have to talk to people less. And I think yes, a rental car right. definitely falls into that. Cause you just do what you want. There's no yeah. driver. You yeah. Can, you, there's no waiting. There's no chit chat. There's just you in the machine.
0: Yeah. And I can like listen to my own podcast or music, you know,
2: like it. you, you listen to our podcast. <laughs> uh,
0: if I've missed, if I've missed an episode, I usually do. I think, I think when I was, yeah, I think I did listen to the, some nice. episode I missed. In,
1: well, more importantly, did you make your entire family in the suburban listen to it?
2: That would have been No, fun. no, we didn't <laughs> do that. The kids that,
1: and everything, the baby. The, that, that would have that. been awesome.
0: That would
2: be fun, yeah. Did, did, does your wife or any other members of your family actually listen to the podcast?
0: This one? No, I'm sure my wife is like, oh, I listen every week. It's great. And then she quickly <laughs> changes the subject.
2: Usually it's like some member of the family like cycles through the room while I'm recording and they're like... Why were you talking about, you know, blank, blank, blank? Yeah. 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 And like, you don't want to know. Yeah.
0: But th- that's the whole thing. I mean, just maybe you should look into this, Matt Ray. Cause like, nope. you don't, cause the, 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 I mean, especially if you're going to Austin, cause like, you know, aren't you going to want to like drive around? I'm, I'm
2: I'm, bar, I'm, I'm, at the beginning and end of the trip, I'm going to visit. Uh, some friends and family so oh uh, you know they'll pick me up and my parents will loan me a car so yeah. okay okay but for the, right. for the week in the middle when i'm at the open source summit and, and the finops conference you know yeah I'm matt's gonna...
1: dedicated he'll be at that conference taking notes giving talks networking yeah. be, plus, i'll be i love it
2: it's, now, it's, now it's, wait
0: I, I want i want to be clear i don't rent a car so that i don't have to do my work i no. was just saying like <laughs> like, like like roy's Come whole on. thing was like we would never but, question yeah. that never would have your question that so. And you know, I think I think especially you know, it, it, especially if you think about uh, a lot of analyst events, there's a lot of dead time for the not analysts at analyst events, right? Oh, yeah. Where like you, you just like oftentimes I found that a lot of a lot of the executives, so called, who are at analyst events are really only there for like a two or three hour span, if that, for the one yeah. the on ones they have. And uh, I don't.
1: All know. right, well, Matt, when you're here in Austin and you're yes. not with your yeah. rental car, you know who you may run into friends from Rackspace and, and what are you going to be asking your friends from Rackspace about? That's what I want to know.
2: Uh, do, do they still have the slide? That's my first question.
1: <laughs> Which one? What what are you did referring the to? the Private
2: equity take away your slide at the mall. The actual
1: oh, slide Oh, the slide. That's right. In the mall, because that's that's true. Do they that's a good question. that is an excellent question. So for those that don't not know they Rackspace renovated a very large shopping mall. What was, yep. was a shopping mall, kind of on the north side of san antonio i want to say yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and uh and one of the things they put in it was a giant slide and that people would slide down the middle was it like in a meeting room or like a or was it Uh, the lunch area cafeteria
2: near what used to be a food court i think and and then some of the meeting rooms were named after food courts. so there's like the orange julius meeting room and you know Uh sandy's uh pretzels and walton books or whatever was it walden Walden or walks walden with a d yeah yeah um but there was like this you know circular enclosed metal slide from the second floor to the first floor uh and i don't know uh everyone seemed to always be like oh i'm going down that slide right i never uh, saw
0: the slide but i did like the escalators i used to. yeah there were just
2: escalators in the middle of the only
0: tech company with escalators (laughs) very very like logan's run type of situation there (laughs) Yeah, I yeah. Think,
2: Matt, I
1: was gonna say, the thing I want you to ask them about is like what what this latest earnings report meant because they're uh, quote unquote oh. evaluating strategic alternatives. So yeah, but they said so. they were benefiting from secular tailwinds. So I took that to mean they're in a position of strength. Like people are like people are approaching them about buying part of their business, but not their whole business.
2: Is that is that the imp- yeah. the proper yeah. way to and- read this? well and and secular tailwinds is such an odd phrase i mean it has almost this like semi-religious connotation and i guess they're saying that they are (laughs) um uh agnostic towards the cloud you know they're not going to pick pick a favorite they're going to work with whoever and yeah they're like you know all, all working with you know all those religious cloud people that's working out well for us and uh but, you know, if somebody wanted to come on and lop off part of our company, we'd sell it to you. You know, make us an offer. And uh, So which yes.
1: part of the company? I, I'm just going to largely throw it, it into be anything. Like, I'm going to throw in two part. categories. It's like data data center hosting, which most people say is in decline, but it's very profitable, right? And then oh, there's yeah. managed services for AWS, you know, and all the major clouds. So, So it's like, which is... I would guess well, someone wants to buy the managed services part from them.
2: You know, either growing, one of them. I mean, there's or, or am I thinking wrong? They're they're currently owned by private equity, right? And so um both both of those pieces are probably decent margin low growth, right? You know, they're they're pretty stable, they throw off lots of money, which is what private equity likes. And, you know, but also not attractive to the stock market. And so like think about who's already in that market who, you know makes a lot of money with low growth and it's like well that's a ton of companies and you know if you're a public company and you're buying that it's probably not going to excite your stock price um but you know there's lots of people who are like well I could use another you know billion dollars a year in and sales you know we'll, we'll we'll take that and uh yeah uh, i don't know i don't know who's going to buy them i don't know what they're selling right are you know are they like well, we still have this thriving OpenStack business. I hear Mirantis has money. You know, yeah. um, I don't know. I, you know that—that's the best part about it. You could, wh- whoever feels like buying a part of Rackspace, they're open for for sale. All right. Well,
1: just to go back, just so people don't email us, <laughs> Rackspace is a public company again. Again? Yes. Yeah, so oh, I came back. It. So I how's their stock price doing? Um, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure they're bucking the uh, trend.
1: I don't know. I, I'm looking at it, but I, it's unfair for me to render any comparison because I don't really. I haven't been following it that much. So, question then, Cote, is if you know you're the analyst. Yeah. so one one uh, suggestion came up in Slack. Someone wrote that maybe Cloudflare, Cloudflare is trying to get you know because uh, what Linode got bought by Akamai, and Linode mm. has that traditional infrastructure as a service business, and that seems like potentially something that I guess Rackspace could offer. Like, so would would Cloudflare or should Cloudflare get involved in in buy Rackspace? Now, part now of
0: Rackspace. I I just I just want to check in and make sure what 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 what's what is being suggested here is that is that Rackspace was saying they're looking to sell off one of their their lines of business well
1: they made it sound like they had inbound interest someone had called ah, them yes. and said and like because, I'd like to buy your only your spare bedroom that's all i want to buy right right and because but they it was disclosed an, what it was
0: there was another part after the secular tailwinds so now I, I have to look this up every time secular apparently means like long-term trends and of course a tailwind tailwind is good so there's some positive effect of long-term trends that they're All right, let me,
1: give you the four, let me give you the menu, Kote, and you can give us your full old-school analyst approach. What, what, menu it, of things would be managed hosting, yeah, co-location, yeah. Uh-huh. open stack private cloud, Rackspace government cloud, or Rack Connect global. I don't know what the last one is, but it's there. So those, I guess, would be the five technology platforms that you could
2: buy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do they have, do they, do they, is that last one a CDN?
2: Um, I it's see. probably more like what Equinix does where they wire your data centers to clouds
0: mm. I th- I mean I think I think if if you're a uh, uh, I mean you're, you've got to sell your, your your legacy business off right that's, so that's you, if you think
2: are the, a legacy uh, business
1: <laughs> so you yeah I think co-location that's what's for sale co yeah, just, just
0: just your MSP business because like if you're if you're if you're private as Matt Roy was saying right like that's going to be like a good good cash flow right like it's just you got existing flow, customers. Right? You know, yeah, it's
2: predictable. You know, they're they're you're slowly losing some of them, and yeah, uh, you know, some of them get offset with some growth, but it's not.
0: It's not. It's not a. It's, it's not a predictable ish. It's yeah. not an exciting business, right? And so, like, if you're private, you know, who gives a fuck if it's exciting or not? But when you're public, you want to be like, you know, you're like, I'm sick of these these meetings with these analysts, and they ask us about our uh, our MSP business and when we're going to get out of that. So. We're gonna we're gonna get rid of that and uh, maybe maybe have some uh, some tailwinds uh, to benefit from.
1: it. All right, so we're gonna keep the managed hosting. Is that right? That's what we want to keep. No, and no, no, hosting. no, that's oh, the no, no, traditional that, one. Managed hosting. Oh, that's right. That, I'm getting <laughs> myself confused. We're gonna keep the we're gonna keep managing AWS Google and then Cloud, and then you Azure. also
0: you also no longer own three dimensional things or, yeah. or that many yeah, of yeah. them. Right. All like right. Your... So like
1: managed hosting, we're gonna s- sell off to. Uh, um, Someone. HP. I guess that's going to be hard one. Probably,
0: probably like, you know, yeah, that's it. That's good. And, and w- essentially what I'm saying, Brandon, is mm-hmm. we're, fa- we're the strategy we're deploying here is sell the slide.
1: Sell the right. slide.
2: No, All right. Well, that's good. The I, escalator.
1: Oh. I, I actually never got to go down the slide, so I don't really I'm not going to miss well, it. But I,
2: it I heard they, a lot. They, of They can't sell it till they get you on it.
0: And I, I think I think there's plenty there's plenty of organizations out there who who probably you know are MSP aligned. They 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 can do some synergies. I don't know. It feels it feels like maybe it's it's like a you know a, a, a sale to uh, a, a not a not too like well known organization, but one of those organizations that you hear about and they're like, oh yeah, we clear like ten billion dollars a year exactly. Some computer shit. Uh,
2: we've got you know two 200- hundred. Plus data centers worldwide, and you're like. So are we packaging all whoop. this together?
1: Managed hosting, co-location, and OpenStack, private cloud. Could one company?
2: Uh, no, terms? I don't. That's I don't
0: well, To buy the Open the, the OpenStack thing, I don't know. That seems like something you would. I mean, if you're exploring I mean, all yeah. alternatives, you want to. You want off. <laughs> you want to offload that too. But yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm, no, I'm I mean sure. that's that's the thing. There, there are a couple of yeah, you know, what we consider legacy vendors who you know probably are still making billions of dollars who would gobble up all the pieces, but the private equity plays, you know, you break them apart because each one can be maximized, you know, to different buyers.
0: Now, now maybe, I mean, what if, I don't know when they IPO it again, but what if the, the strategic alternative is to go private again? That
1: would well, be, that, that would be, <laughs> be twice. Well, that'd be like the solo ones move like public, private, public, private. And then, yeah, I don't know. That's it a lot. That's a lot of uh, financial, that's a lot of investment banker fees, but maybe that's okay. Maybe that's what uh, yeah. you want to tap in there. So it's, it's okay. So it's, we're selling. I don't know. I I'm confused now. I I, I, I cool. don't.
0: I don't. I, you know. I I didn't. I should have read it more. But the other the other thing. I don't. I don't know if if it's selling off because I I used to know how to interpret this kind of uh, saying. But where is the quote that like it's basically like we did an analysis and the uh, the the sum of parts of here we go. We concluded that a sum of parts valuation of Rackspace rack technology could be greater than our current enterprise value, which I, I'm a little confused by that because I forget again how to read this. But if I remember now, sum of parts, of course, means you you, uh, you you consider each of your lines of business on its own, and then you do you know you put it in your your spreadsheet and you figure out what your overall EV or your overall valuation uh, would be from that. And so I think what uh, mr jones uh here is saying wasn't that a song in the 90s uh is yes, that yes, keep going. i
1: think counting crows but continue yes
0: is that is that if you look at the fundamentals the numbers for this for rack space it should mm-hmm. have a higher valuation based on the parts right right the sum of parts implies a higher uh, ev or a higher right. valuation but for some reason the the street is Would it be discount? The street is undervaluing the company. And so they need to somehow uh, figure out how to point out that actually all these parts are, are more valuable. The company is more valuable than we're g- being given credit for, which, you know, ever, ever the eternal problem of being a public company. <laughs> um, but so I'm not sure if that implies you break it up or you do something else. I mean, I guess well, I think you... in
1: this case, I think they're saying they're open. I mean, I think this press release clearly says the quote unquote whole. the whole is worth less than the sum of the parts. So they're, they're saying yes. that people have inquired about a few of the parts and that they are open to selling them at the right price mm-hmm. is, is I okay. think the easiest way to interpret it. But kind of back to our previous discussions, it is a little bit unclear to me about which part you would sell first but i mean i think your point right like okay co-location um and you know managed services probably that's where you start but then you're still left with a lot of weird stuff like this rack space government cloud like who wants that like what is? i mean maybe that's a. it
2: yeah. seems like you need two
1: or three buyers here right and maybe that's well, what it, they have <laughs> to come together
2: and there's probably huge government vendors already in that space be like oh yeah you know those rack space guys You know they've got these contracts. They do good work. You know they're going to be in on that Jedi contract. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like it. I look forward to it. I hope. I don't know. I'm kind of always
1: just interested to see because they this they have so much history, right? Of like going public, going private, and of course, like I always I'll always think of them as the fanatical support. I don't know if that's even still part of their their tagline, but that seems to be they've
2: gone secular. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe that's maybe that's the whole thing. So I don't know. I wish them well. I'm looking. I'm interested, but I, I have a hard time even guessing. You know, Cloudflare be, was the only one that I saw put out there, but it seems unlikely. Cloudflare doesn't seem yeah, like they want to buy any part of this, right? Yeah,
2: I, I mean, Cloudflare doesn't seem to be. They're not really in the managed services, as far as I can tell. Um, they're more in like you know, the light uh, SaaS models, right? You know, very light, you know, touch. Um, you know, end uh, end user consumes not a lot of handholding, and yeah. you know, I'm sure they have fanatical support too, but it's probably at like you know the debugging layer, not the you know uh, digital transformation layer. And
0: and I I feel I feel like if you I don't know Cloudflare extremely well, but I feel like if you're one of these like newer type of uh, cloud companies, I don't know you you don't want to you don't want to buy into an existing you know, decades-old business with all with all of the stuff that comes with it, right? You're, and you know, there's plenty of companies that would buy into that, but your your culture fits are just not going to be good. Like you have dueling ERP systems, and it's just like it's going to be weird, right? Like it's it's not worth the risk, and instead you should just like try to build stuff out on your own, or as is more common, you gobble up tiny, uh, you know, <laughs> companies that that you yeah. can just you can just. Stick into into your, yeah yeah you can just stick into your your muffin tin no matter what uh, what size they are and uh, things things fit well together. I do have to say though, as as you can tell, it was it was kind of like fun reading some uh, some you know M and A gobbledygook. Talk. <laughs> that,
2: well, that, pro- probably with all the uh, downturns and and uh, missing, people are going to start missing uh, VC inf- windows, inflation, and, and, and yeah, uh, yeah. They're
0: having the, the, these. I, I think this might be a, a super secular headwind. Is, is, what, <laughs> is what we might be experiencing. This uh, is a
2: class five headwind. Yeah, now, I mean that's speaking. You know,
0: speaking of private equity, I just I saw this morning. We don't talk about uh, them a lot. Tasktop, but I saw that they were purchased by Austin Company. PlanView. Now, I went to the Wikipedia page, and I think PlanView is owned by Insight Ventures and Tomo Bravo. Uh, but I should go verify that, but it looks like Tasktop is, uh, is in, in a big, uh, a big PE role of company. You look at plan views, uh, portfolio and it is indeed to its name, a whole lot of, uh, planning software, you know, project portfolio planning, you got your, uh, your project planning stuff as well. Not, not project portfolio. What is PPM? Brandon, do you remember? Portfolio planning um. management yeah
1: i don't it's it's in that neighborhood I can't remember the exact thing i don't know I've never like really taken to like those products i've seen them a lot and i'm i do not know were you a Top fan yeah it, yeah i like uh, It was a company I, a lot?
0: I didn't i didn't use it because I didn't program at that point but it mm-hmm. was it was great it was like uh it was basically like an e s b for all of your project management shit to like kind of sync it up and uh make sure it worked and it was actually useful and then of course i mean mick kirsten is is fun Right. He was always fun to talk with. And he, you know, in the past, is it so sort of three or so years? Like he's 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 I think maybe achieved like a thought leader deityhood with his uh, his flow book and the old uh, project. Yeah, that's true. Stuff. Yeah. So he he really did a good job to kind of like, uh, I think, promote the, the value stream, you know, end to end boxes and arrows way of thinking about stuff. And uh, so there you go with PlanView. view i mean i feel like way back when i probably i mean it's an obvious thing but i remember talking with Tasktop with the PlanView view people and being like you should do this because it basically does exactly your thing that yeah, makes
1: sense in the end it seems like they found the right home you know so i don't yeah. know it'll be interesting although i guess we never you don't ever know what the terms of the deal maybe the terms of the deals
0: you know i think We're our old friend Fred. provoker worked at PlanView view for like two months before he, possible
1: he went, did else. Always I possible. They're right here. They're all that. like they're all I feel like they're all pretty close. I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah stop. So it's like that'll be an easy uh it'll be easy to have the the joint happy hour and uh, welcoming the new team. So. We've
0: got to we've got to get the, uh, the the VP of business development to tell those plan view people they need to sponsor uh, our episode here. Yeah
1: absolutely that's hundred percent. All oh, right well on. what about this, this uh thing. what about you know we're talking about old is new again it, you know this is really this is a Matt question one thing like CentOS is back Matt rocky linux are you are you excited they're recreating it they're recreating the whole thing getting the the band back together
0: is that what you're running right now to record this episode no (laughs) (laughs)
2: um somewhere somewhere there's a graphic floating around about the linux trough of disillusionment and Mm -hmm. uh like the people who have attained nirvana Mm -hmm. um and it's it's fedora and SUSE, OpenSUSE, which, you know, uh, a lot of the Linux people I know are like, wait, what? You know, but, uh, you know, CentOS is, uh, it's what the enterprises use. And uh, I'm sure uh, Rocky is going to, they're going to take this money and build a lot of CICD and pay a couple people to manage patches and just keep it running. Um, you know, they've got, uh, they've got several Alternatives now. Um, I think there's the the Alma Linux folks. Uh, Alma, well, I think that's what it is. And uh, I just, I, it's hard to get too excited about it. But you know, well, let's I, start the thing. No, I didn't there know there was, was twenty six this... million dollars worth of business there. I, that's what Hold on, to me.
1: there was all this disgruntledness, at least online. You know, I don't yeah. know Twitter. Like, who knows if it's you know is Twitter real life? That's all another conversation. But there was a lot of disgruntledness when the changes to CentOS were made. Right, so. I think the value proposition is very simple, right? It's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna give you back the CentOS you you know and love. So maybe it's a question for Cote. It's like, do you? And this would be the way to really think about the decision. Do you think the people at Red Hat, who kind of opened this lane by like making the original change, like today when this happened, were they like, did somebody get an email like, oh, we got to get the get some slides together, we got to have a response to this, or was it like, fine, you know, we knew that's was gonna happen anyway, we're still happy with our decision. Like what? What do you think the people at Red Hat are saying?
0: I, I, uh, you know, I am not a Linux expert, but my feeling is they probably don't care. Like, <laughs> I, I, I well, think, I, I think yeah. they're probably like, yeah, you know, we, if if it becomes an annoyance, we'll buy them again and uh, just shut it down, right? <laughs> well, like,
2: I had the same feeling. That's exactly the feeling it that
1: I had. Yeah. It was like, fine, we'll just buy it again. Although it does. Although they're inside, well, 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 you know, a bigger company, so I don't think it will be quite as easy to buy again. And I, I think idea. you know the
0: whole, the whole. Uh, I I I don't know if it's not that I don't know if I believe this. I just like it. It is. It's it's to make a reference to it again. It's like that idea of capitalist realism, where it's just like we all just agree that this is the only way to think. Uh, but like. You know that's the whole deal with RHEL is that it is from you have a relationship with Red Hat that you trust, yeah. and so it's sort of like, I mean, if I again I'm not an expert in Linux area at all, but if I was like doing the slides, I would be like, yeah, but like our whole deal is that we are Red Hat. I mean, it's a little tautological and like kind of a, a circular argument. But I think it sort of applies to that, like, yeah, that's just not how the world works, right? Like, <laughs> like we, yeah. the the only, I think the only major threat to that thinking that Red Hat ever had is like public cloud, and then I, I think they're okay there, right? Like, they they figured out something, and then.
2: I don't know. Like- yeah, I, I mean I I don't think they're 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 definitely not gonna go down the path of buying uh either you know Rocky or, or Alma again. Um because both both of them have taken like a poison pill approach where they're like, you know, oh we're gonna keep you safe from having to worry about you know Red Hat taking their toys away. And at this point, I'm pretty sure Red Hat doesn't care about that space anymore. You know, I mean they're busy selling OpenShift and you know, IBM products and whatnot, but um like those people were not going to pay you. And you know they're they're going to there's always yeah. you know in the open source ecosystem there's always going to be people who are like not planning on paying you and that's probably just something you know I'm sure there are some Red Hat sales. All right, people well who, Matt, there's know, two twists
1: about it, but I, I read two things in there that I've, I think I put on here is like okay, what are their what's the differentiation? Okay, the first is they have a quote unquote repository as a service, right, which optimize and guarantees. Updates for organizations, providing them is this with
0: infrastructure
1: and maintaining yeah. client systems. Okay. So that's the new thing. So it's like, is that does that move you at all? You're like, man. And they call that RAS, R A A S. It's like, it, is
0: it, isn't not that just what that Red Hat Satellite thing is? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, but Satellite was always you know you had to have a license for it, and you know, and so people like came up with you know hacky community things that would you know give you a local mirror and. You know, people have been down this path for you know 15 years now, and you know I'm I'm glad that you know CIQ is here to offer you know that as a service and and try to make a little money off of uh, you know their their thing, but it's like this is not moving the needle. All right, probably a healthy, it's probably a nice stable business. All right, what about this
1: one? What about Werewolf? What about this Werewolf? Are you moved by this at all? Is this provisioning technology, cluster management provisioning, improve software infrastructure for everyone? You moved? Are you feeling that? Are you feeling any uh, any love? Ha, I've been werewolf? written
2: that like two or three times myself. No, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, provisioning is such a solved problem, and there's like dozens of choices out there. And like okay, Matt, Red the hat final thing I can offer you. I like it. But-
1: you're 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 yeah. on fire. The final thing I can offer you well, is a new licensing model, one that puts people first so it's based on number of people i'm not sure how the people are counted i couldn't find that on the website but it's not based on servers because that's the quote-unquote old way of thinking about it so are you are will you be excited about the new licensing
2: model no um no because i i I mean i'm I'm guessing i'm gonna go out on a limb and bet there's like less than 10 people working on this well and and so it's it's 26 million that's a
1: lot of i mean come on this has got at least 15 right i
2: I mean they're 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 paying for some infrastructure they're you know they're they're hiring some developers but really it's just like hey you can't this probably closed before the market downturn (laughs) (laughs) right and and so like you know they're they've probably got like 10 engineers at most doing this because all they're doing is is watching red hat and Merging patches and keeping their, their builds clean of red hat trademarks. And they're working on this werewolf thing and they're working on, um, you know, their, their, uh, their mirror tool. And it's like, that's not, that's about, you know, I'd say that feels like about five or six engineers, maybe some QA, um, you know, big CICD pipeline. And, you know, if you park this inside a bigger company, they're like, Hey, these guys are, you know, they're making, they're paying for themselves. And the VC, you know, was it VC or?
1: Yeah, venture capital, I mean, yeah. And I got some
2: mm-hmm. money. But it's like the company already existed, right?
1: All right. So, Matt, I think you, we know where you stand. but Cote, wet, I, I, like, I really I'm want, like, Cote, yeah.
2: I want you to dissect the following sentence out of this
1: uh, the recent press release. This is, I feel like you can really go. It says, quote, counting hardware for support is a legacy and specifically vendor serving model. It doesn't help the customers do what is needed for their success. We bullishly put the customer first, no exceptions. You gotta say. I mean, what do you think? You're the you're the English major here, not really because you didn't take that class. But uh, what, like, what, what, what? what Good that's, memory. I, I I like the sentence. What What do you think?
0: Well, you know, not no taking exceptions
1: that, is my is the part I really like. Go not, ahead.
0: Not, I'm, I'm realizing that not taking that class is like I don't like to talk to people in the Uber. It, it you know, it's, it's all the anyways. same. Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I think, I think we, we all, vend, all as vendors, r- try to put the customer first, right? Sometimes the customer doesn't really know what they want, and uh, they get a little confused. But that's fine. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, think uh, I agree. You should always bullishly put the customer first, <laughs> and with no exceptions. Now, I, I, I don't know if you ever want to be so uh, uh, ultimatumist. Is that the right word? that uh cuz sometimes there'll be an exception and that's like what an exception is it's sort of like you know a coincidence is no when exception. something unexpected happens but i, I uh I, I don't know maybe maybe i'm a little uh, maybe i'm a little like uh, uh press release warned but that that seems <laughs> about par for
2: course i i i just know like um i know an exception company out there uh that has like 10 million servers and you know they ran S- uh, centos uh because you know red hat was like we're we're not going to make an exceptional licensing for you guys and you know so they ran centos and they were pretty happy with it um and so like you know when when, when that company comes to these guys i'm like hey uh you count by the person right well our engineering team's five people
0: <laughs> yeah i i mean i mean the, the other thing is the i mean i think counting hardware for infrastructure software unless you can meter the usage of it, like in public cloud, like that's kind of the only thing that makes sense for both sides, right? Being customer first and vendor serving. And, and the reason is as follows. I mean, Matt Ray already pointed one out is that like, it is a, a well-known unit and all of the angles have been kind of sorted out, right? Like, you know, cores versus sockets and blah, blah, blah. What is server versus this, that, and the other. It's just sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we know all the games and all the (laughs) shit. Right. And like, what we need, I mean, uh, in theory, to have a good business relationship, a good transaction, you have to sort of agree on what is being paid for and, and how the value, going back to Rackspace, the valuation that you have based on the things. And like everyone understands hardware-based pricing. There's no mystery behind it. And so like if the customer thinks it's too expensive because it's vendor serving, the customer should say, well, how about fuck that? I'm not going to pay you right like and and you get a discount on it and so yeah. like but at least you have uh, an understood thing whereas like uh, other other and i you know now that i I've, I've been at a vendor for many years right like we're always trying to figure out pricing stuff over the years and it's always turns into like being difficult <laughs> when <laughs> well, when you don't just do again like if you could just meter it like a pub, like a SAS, then sure right because well, that, it's that, right there but
2: and that that's actually now now that you know we've Talk, talk this through it's like that's actually how they're gonna make all their money is they're gonna go to amazon and they're gonna see that red hat charges you know a, a four cent an hour premium to run a red hat iso you know and then yeah you, yeah you you know the the vm underneath changes depending on how much memory and ssds and whatnot and they're like and it's four cents to run rel and these guys will show up and say well it's only a penny to run rocky yeah and you, that's you how know they're gonna make a ton of money I, I think you're you're getting
0: to what 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 my thought about this was uh well, not my only thought. Obviously, I, I don't but think like, they really care about I, hardware. <laughs> like I, to say it again, I'm not a Linux expert, but I feel like Linux as a technology is like fully baked, and you oh, don't yeah. want you don't want to cook it any longer, otherwise it's going to get burnt. And then you got to do like I have to do with my kids and like scrape off the burnt part because they're so nim- you know, whatever <laughs> about it. But but like so, if you are starting a Linux company. And I feel like the innovation, yeah. the the innovation that you're doing is some sort of like business innovation, right? Yeah. Like you're not really going to be innovating the product or adding new things. I mean, Coro, uh, the Coro OS people like had some they interesting had some new ideas, yeah. but then at the end of the day, it was just like eh, we're just an operating system, and and then then they got you know uh, they got the Kubernetes, uh, and well, that was but, but they, they were a thing.
2: platform to upsell to kubernetes and right right and, and, and then so so, so, that, it's so a that's a commodity it is so, the definition of a commodity
0: so if you're doing a linux startup your innovation again is like in your business and that's what what you want to see right and like i don't know if they necessarily spoke to that um and as you're saying Matt ray one innovation might be that like well in public cloud uh you can actually do this thing where like you charge you charge three cents instead of four cents and then it's just like and then it becomes just like buying shit on amazon where you can yeah. just like go through prices. Now, that said, I am not a successful uh, venture capitalist at all. Uh, and I feel like if I were, I, one, of my, one of my Cote's cardinal rules would be, I never want to hear that your differentiation is going to be that you're cheaper than the competitors. Oh, no. like that's, that's not a business I want to be involved in. And, and by uh, uh, extension, if I'm using that uh, phrase correctly, I don't want to hear that your competitors are too expensive because then that implies that you also you know that you can't be that expensive right or or <laughs> yeah, that you're well, gonna, I, I, or that, that's why the or that you're going to have to do or that you're going to have to do so much work to pack more and that you can match their same price but you're going to be spending money because you're giving more stuff away right so like it's usually not a great idea if you're a vendor to talk about how the alternatives are too expensive unless you're in that Amazon uh, you know, buying shit at Amazon situation where it literally is just a bunch of numbers next to each other. And uh the the product is the same and people just buy the cheapest thing. Well, I that, do that's you think exactly that's interesting
1: about the whole uh if you kinda dissect the press release, you know, more because that's you know, that's what I like to do here, because I don't frankly, I don't know anything about Linux at this point. Like I'm never on it. So I <laughs> I'm not gonna pretend it is, but I do like the key phrases here, right? Vendor serving model. That's quote unquote the problem they've identified right, which is just a proxy for price, right? It means you're too expensive. And then, you know, the way they're going to solve it is just, we bull- quote, we bullishly put the customer first, no exceptions. And this is like, yeah. So I do think this sort of, this does give maybe a tough time to get past the, the Cote VC rule. It's like, you basically just told me people are making too much money and you're going to make it cheaper, but I'm not totally sure wh- uh, that's a sustainable business model. Maybe uh, the only I, I, thing I could say positively would just be, they do have, you know, like everyone, they've got their relationships with uh, GCP Azure, your AWS, Dell, VMware and others. So, I guess if you could get a, a bunch of those partners are excited to have you out there as the low cost provider, maybe there there's a way to exactly. to make it work.
0: Partnerships it, and alliances is a core strategic function to to, to get that going. <laughs> now go. now the, the the other thing is is as as uh as as y- y'all are going over this, like you know, maybe there also is there's continuously this underserved, like market in in Linux, which is the people who don't want to pay a lot for the muffler, and so like you can always kind of go there and be like, ah, we just have a cheaper alternative, and and to the point of what you were saying earlier, like there are people who maybe don't really like pay Red Hat anyways, and they're just into doing yeah. something. But that's, I don't know. That's that's, that's, and, that's that's and
2: there's enough nickels and dimes on the yeah. on the table that there these these folks are going to scoop that up. And it's not a public company play. It's just, hey, we're making money. And there's a ton of companies like this that, you know, I mean, 95% of the people selling stuff on Amazon, that's what they're doing. They're like, well, you know, these people charge, you know, a dollar for this and I'll charge 90 cents for the same product coming out of a factory in China. And, you know, it's Red Hat just happens to be the factory in China. Small margin, baby. Small (laughs) margin. I think,
0: okay, I, I, I... you, you, I, you were making me think as you were talking about Ray, and then I got distracted, but I, I was going to add a third part to, to my, my first rule of uh, the, you know, Cote and partners funding. And, but I think maybe, let me try this out. I think maybe I would summarize it as I'm not interested in businesses that have customers who don't pay for things. <laughs> That's the, I think, I think I can be a little con- more concise oh, there. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I only want to fund businesses where customers pay for things. It would be another way.
2: That's the first slide of Cote's. (laughs) So you think you want to run an open source business?
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I think Cote, this is, you
1: just need to put that on the slide and be like Cote's rules for surviving the downturn. And then that, that that would be your rule. Be like, don't invest in businesses that where people don't pay me. That perfect. You know, you know, you and Sequoia do a webinar, you know, you're, you're going to be out there raising your first fund before you know it. Harvard uh, endowment will be on the phone we would like to put 100 million dollars in the cote uh,
0: and i think pie. i think maybe i would break my in for this this is my roadshow presentation to raise uh fund 1 i think mm-hmm. fund capital i and i think maybe i'll break my my uh you know i don't really like giving those presentations where it's got like 70 slides and just one word but maybe for this case i'll have that on there and then the the the, the next slide will be you know Preferably customers who pay way too much money is, is what I'm interested in. And I think, that's, uh,
2: I think that'll
1: play well on Wall Street and in, uh, in the boardrooms for sure.
0: Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah. You know, s- speaking of that, like uh, let, let's have, let's check in with Matt Ray D'Alio, and uh, oh, no. how, how, how are the markets doing Matt Ray? What, what are we, what are we at?
2: Uh, I, I've mostly been keeping my, my eyes closed and not looking at the markets. Um, oh, you know, I did I I went and bought myself uh you know i series bonds. Um, those are still good. Yeah, still still a good pick. Go go buy yourself a, you should uh, give us
1: an update on the uh the snowflake, our snowflake pick. I think we're yeah, I, yeah. I think we were right. How's it looking?
2: Yeah, it looks oh, like yeah. We're, yeah. It's, uh, this week we're good. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, those uh <laughs> those naysayers at SDT. Uh, we <laughs> said the the nays about the right things apparently, but uh you know, that doesn't mean you should invest take us for any investment. Uh, strategies other than uh, we're bound to know that something will go wrong. I don't know. It's uh, I'm not, I'm not here to to give advice because my portfolio not looking so good still. Now well, I it, do so, think the one no.
1: thing I like about it, it's not a stock pick is I do like this one. Uh, thing I saw this week that says uh, the unemployment rate falls to the lowest level for 50 years between January and March. So somehow I guess we're going to have a recession, but everyone that wants a job should be likely to get a job. So yeah, i don't really know trailing indicator what that means i guess i guess it's like one of those things is like okay well i guess people aren't buying as much but we're all working more i don't know i don't know so I've, it'll be interesting to see in six months what what well, and, and,
2: and you've seen kind of a, a flurry of announcements i mean microsoft announced that they're gonna take six billion dollars and put it into compensation and stock to you know keep their employees because you know people are leaving you know people are you know twitter had a whole bunch of layoffs or people leaving uh netflix has a whole bunch of people leaving um and then leave offs there there, there's people who are voluntarily now the netflix one were layoffs though right i think okay yeah yeah. well that's what i was about to say some of them are voluntarily leaving and some of them are layoffs and you know they're entering this market that people are having to pay more to keep jobs so it's like even if you do get laid off you know you hopefully uh you're you're going to turn around and find something better somewhere else. Um, so it's you know, and then of course because of inflation, people are like, I need more money because you know, my money doesn't go as far. It's this uh weird, weird cycle of uh of employment going on. But you know, um, I just
1: enjoy the media because I think what happens is like normally like the trend would be obvious. Like you're either gonna write about all these people are getting layoffs because that would get you a bunch of clicks. Like so and so laid up it, or you would want to write about this company is giving everybody a raise. Like who doesn't? I enjoy reading those articles too. Like who doesn't want to read do that, too. right? Right. So, but like it's weird because it's like all oh, it's it's like normally it would just be one trend or the other, but somehow like it's like a it's, it's like a wave. That's what's it's, weird. It's right? two waves like bouncing into each other. It's like wait a minute, one minute this company is laying off people, and then you see the Microsoft. Yeah. One, it's like everyone's getting a raise, and you're like, huh. And then you're like, <laughs> well, like I wonder. VC is like,
2: drying up. We got to pay people more, too. Yeah. And okay.
1: I, I think, that, and then of course, I think everyone, ma- maybe I'm the only one who does it. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Where where I work, which side are we on?
2: Like, which wave am I on? Am I on? <laughs> do the, do like, I need to start looking for a job? Like, I, I don't know. Like,
1: which wave yeah. are we on? So it, it is fun. Uh, so this just goes to my core philosophy. No one knows anything. I don't, you know, we don't know anything. We just sort of backed into a good, uh, pick about snowflake that will probably be wrong in six months so you know good luck good luck figuring everything out
0: i think all we know is always make sure your seat belt is secure that's (laughs) that's what that's what you gotta do
2: well and 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 you can be sure that like the crypto people will be like this is our moment to shine it's always their moment to shine it always is you know they're like you know you know buy the dip hold on for dear life. You know, it's always their moment to shine. Nothing every
1: moment. That is ever true. Bad. Every, every situation is the right situation. Hey, exactly. it's just a cyclical downturn. Secular winds going against us. Just, <laughs> it'll be back. It's like, it's definitely not going to be a currency, but it's a great store of value unless it becomes a currency. It's just, yes, like, it's just yes. like circular logic after circular logic. Oh my know. gosh. Yeah. That, 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 that NFTs are great. But they're just not worth anything now, but they could be worth more later.
2: Like the one you that don't
1: you want bought in out. the past. Right. It's like, OK, I'm in on that.
0: Now, now you, you know, I don't know if we have time to discuss this, but I feel like like <laughs> uh, uh, we should maybe put this uh, in, in our ongoing uh, sort of bucket of questions, which perhaps we could have a webinar on, on at some point, Brandon, which uh, we could we could call like, you know, Brandon explains Wall Street to Cote. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, we, we, what do we have? We had story times revenue equals valuation, I think I think that was That's a right. good one. That's and it. then and yeah. then I think I think the first lesson that we learned is that uh, the future is priced into today's stock price. I think I think, <laughs> you, I think you have that, that right. True. And then, but this one here, I I, I am going to say the snowflake thing is if 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 a a, a stock drops sixty percent in value, was it was it ever worth that plus sixty percent? like it's a it, it gets a little confusing after a while like it, it's uh so you know that's don't, that's something don't to look grapple like with
2: Tesla Cote your mind will will blow up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i think
0: I, I think that's something that we need to uh we need to sort out is uh what what does it mean if if it goes more than half in value what was it worth in the uh the first place uh which which is uh that's crazy thinking too too bad then Ho- hopefully they'll uh turn that one around but uh, yeah, may, maybe I should have gotten a job at Microsoft a while ago. They, they seem
2: to be doing <laughs> quite well.
1: I don't know. Maybe now's the time. Actually, to get that. it seems like yeah, mm. giving out money. So
0: get in there.
2: Yeah, yeah. just They're, just uh, tossing my, it around. My, my Microsoft stock is doing strong. My Visa, oh. right, not so good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, hope, hopefully that'll that'll uh, like you're say, you saying, Brandon. Hopefully, the rest of us will see that effect. It'll it'll be matched there. We'll see what happens. Well, uh, do we have any bureaucracy this episode, Brandon?
1: We do. We've got a few things. Uh, I want to thank uh, Bjorn in Sweden. I sent him some s- stickers. He's going to his first in person conference since COVID, and he wanted to uh, represent at the conference for some, with some SDT stickers. So appreciate hearing from him. Also, sent some uh, stickers to uh, Jesus out in California. He had a suggestion. He said we should print some with some QR codes so that mm. you know, he could help spread the word for an SDT. Excellent idea uh so i don't know we'll, we'll find a way to do that at some point um nathan from S- slack tells us that when he took his uh driving test because we had this cu- question last week where we discussed like what about the camera he had to put something over the camera like some tape oh, over the oh. camera so you, you know what's a great uh, thing to
0: put over a camera a software defined talk sticker
1: well said Kote.
0: well <laughs> it's said. not permanent so, though you um, want to
2: put, put your sdt sticker somewhere very permanent
0: oh like 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 your loyalty to the program
2: so I thought that was good. I was like, well, it's good
1: good to know from Nathan. Uh Matt, not you Matt, but another Matt in Slack. He recommends getting a UPS router, a UPS for your router and Wi-Fi access point. I guess they had some uh strong rain in Seattle and I immediately was like, yes. I did this yes. after the last uh uh bad spell of uh weather here be some, in Austin. Some rolling
2: blackouts coming your way.
1: Yeah, I think there's a great there's one of course, no surprise here. There's a great UPS at uh Costco if you're looking for one. So go check that out. I'm sure there's No, of them no, everywhere.
0: no. The, the, is this is this because your your internet line is on a separate exactly. power grid? Exactly.
1: That, you can usually keep your internet running, be as long as you can power your router in a, an access point. That that will usually stay up. Now is that, that is that I mean,
0: is that edge computing? Is that why they get their own <laughs> their own power? not they
1: usually. It is pretty much true though. Like usually the I say this, and I'm sure we'll get maybe a yeah, bunch it's of like, places. It's but fiber typically, like <laughs> typically. The internet, well, I guess let's say it this way: there's a much higher likelihood that your internet provider w- could stay up if you could keep your router and your Wi-Fi access point right, up. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably much more likely that they'll, they'll stay up if you're out of power.
0: And you could at least have a land party.
2: <laughs> <That's true. laughs> with your phones? You I don't know. That out. would yeah. that would make the UPS die.
0: Did, did they, did Matt Ray? Did they change that to like Wi-Fi party? Or I guess LAN doesn't imply L- wired still versus better. wireless. Well, lower
2: latency, but yeah, yeah.
1: All right. And rounding it out here. Uh, I'll just say there was a good thread on uh, good thread rather on um, cat six cables in the Slack. So somebody asked, like, should they use cat six? I think the summary was like, yeah, use cat six when you're wiring stuff in your house. But there's a whole thread. So lots of discussion. So if you if you're interested in that, you should join
0: us in the Slack. Now, I, I have a follow up question. I was uh-huh. confused about that one. it was I could use cat five or cat six. I mean, don't you always get the higher number? Like yes. you don't have to ask, right? Well, they, they, I don't
1: think so. I think right now, like you could run stuff like cat seven, but it's very, it's like, it takes different connectors and stuff. So you don't want to, like, oh, over... it's like a
0: USB-C sort of thing,
2: right? Like yeah, if you get yeah. the, I mean, cat six is, is going to future proof you for, you know, another probably you know, okay. the 10 gig, five, 10 right? Engineers. 10 yeah.
1: gig internet, depending on what you want. So like, mm. so it just depends on your, your time horizon, like everything in life. It just depends in the fullness of time. Cat six may not be useful And in, in our lifetimes. Probably all you need. Uh, and then finally, uh, someone emailed me. So Reliance AI, they're looking for a VP of products. So if you, uh, want to apply for that job, you can go into Slack. Uh, you can actually ping myself. I'll, I'll put you in touch with the people there. So, uh, and of course, finally, if you would like a sticker and you don't have one, or you've got some, and you need some more, just go ahead and uh, send an email to stickers at software include your postal address. I'll be happy to send you a sticker anywhere in the world.
0: I, I, I you know if 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 you listeners are going to apply for that VP of product Jag, remember you know the the your secret your differentiation is going to be like we are going to make products that people pay too much money for <laughs> that that is my vision for for this company give me a call and and then uh, you can go have a fancy lunch uh, somewhere do they, they what do you think uh I, over the past 2 years with people working remotely, the all the all the candidates, they didn't get to go go to lunch. Do you think people would ship them a lunch or something? What what would they do?
1: You just got a Zoom call. That was it. Mm. Yeah.
0: "Oh man, that's harsh." Yeah. Well, well, uh, you know, speaking of not having to do things in a remote, there's a lot of conferences going on. Many if well, that's not true. Many of them in person. And I wanted to highlight one that is actually not in person. It's online, and that is uh, DevOps Loop, which uh, me and a couple of other people put this together every year. This is only the second year, but you know, let's pretend every year is what one say, one would say. And uh, it's on June twenty second, and if you go to uh, DevOpsLoop.io, you can check it out. We've got we've got the speakers lined up, more or less uh, solidified there. It's just a single track thing, and it's free. You can uh, you can see all sorts of things. Now, I think I mentioned this before, but I I tried to set the agenda to be like putting the dev back into DevOps and long-term listeners and maybe even short-term ones will know that I'm always basically like, whatever happened to the developers in DevOps? I don't hear from them very much. And so, so uh, yeah, that's right. So as I've been talking with the speakers and kind of, uh, kind of selecting speakers, I've tried to uh, really try to answer that question. So we'll see what happens, but you should check it out. It's June 22nd, totally free. You can watch it all online. Now there's also, uh, you know, all sorts of other conferences. Uh, you're going to one uh, tomorrow. When are you going to Austin? No, next week, the that conference.
1: Week. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to see a live recording of uh, Software Defined Talk, myself, I've got uh, no SSH. JJ is going to join me. We're lining up a few special guests. So, uh, yeah, next week, next Thursday, this is it. So you got to register. It's up here in Round Rock, just outside of Austin. It's at uh, a fun hotel, the Kalahari. It's got uh, some water park kind of thing and then uh, hopefully going to be a great conference next week so yeah come out see myself and jj in person and uh you know we'd love to see you uh at our event
0: and then and then uh you'll be at finops x june 20th and 21st right matt ray
2: yes i will i'm
0: probably not in a rental car uh is is what (laughs) i'm guessing
2: (laughs) well uh, i'll have my parents minivan and oh uh, sweet uh but but yeah they'll drop me off after you know i get to do some errands around town and uh and then, yeah, I'll be at uh, FinOpsX and the Open Source Summit uh, North America there in Austin. So I'm excited. Oh, nice.
0: And then finally, to continue the self-promotional, or not really self, but uh, we have, you know, VMworld has been renamed to VMware Explore, And that is uh, August 29th to September 1st. I started looking over some talks that people have submitted there. That'll be fun. And then our Spring One platform in San Francisco at the Moscone, I think the West one, uh, December 6th to 8th. So if you want to see a whole bunch of other conferences, we've got a nice list going on there. Uh, if you go to softwaredefinedtalk.com slash uh, 359, you can see those listed there. I'm going to be, I'm making myself fill out a bunch of CFPs. I got to figure out speaking at conferences that, that would be fun, I guess. It actually is fun. Uh, but with that, Brandon, what do you have to recommend this week?
1: All right, my recommendation, um, sort of like a travel hack, I think. So, I, you know, we live the default lifestyle here in my household. So we pretty much are devoted to the Apple TV. That's our preferred streaming device, which I really like. So what in, they've just added here, not just, I guess it was added in tvOS 15.4, is they now support the captive Wi-Fi uh, portal. So what that means is you can take your Apple TV. Like When you go on vacation You're in a hotel, you can just take it. And then when the hotel makes you like, you know, In your room number and your last name uh, you can do that on your iphone so you can easily connect your apple tv Mm. to uh, your hotel wi-fi so you can just watch all your tv just bring all of your uh, um, programs and favorite streaming services with you i think this is great if you're traveling with kids and you're just like yep here's all the stuff that you have at home here it is here so i like the apple tv i think it's good and i appreciate them finally adding support for this make vacation a little bit easier this year
0: Oh, no, that is nice. We we uh when we were on vacation, I had to hook up my iPad to a hotel uh, TV, which is fine. But that that would be fun. How about yourself, Matt Ray? What do you have to recommend?
2: Uh, I um my my recommendation this week is a book called The Poppy War. Uh, it came out I don't know four or five years ago. Um, it's a fantasy historical fantasy book. It's mm-hmm. kind of like uh medieval China. Um, but, uh, it, it started and I was like, oh, this is kind of predictable. And then it went off in some exceptionally weird tangents that, uh, I, I rather enjoyed. So, uh, if I, I've seen it compared to, uh, NK Jemison stuff. Um, so if you liked any of those, you know, um, uh, the, the, uh, <clears throat> the one with the burning earth or whatever it was called. Oh, um, the one about rocks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, this, this is like you know the Chinese uh, Chinese rocks.: Civil War, you know, back, back in the old days, but uh, it was pretty good, um, you know, but, uh, uh, so I, I enjoyed that and bought myself the sequel, so uh, it's a trilogy. OK. That's a good uh, recommendation. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll,
0: I'll have to try that one out. Well, my recommendation I haven't had a chance to use these very much, but the, the, the time that I did. you know, uh, you may have experienced this, Matt Ray, more than Brandon. But, you know, you go, you go to the, uh, the U.S. embassy or consulate to renew your very valuable paperwork. Yeah. And they have those old school pins that are often attached with a chain to yeah. a table. Yeah. And, and I looked at those pins here at the Amsterdam. I think it's an embassy. Yeah, it's an embassy here. Yeah. I don't know the difference between a consulate and an embassy. Consulate's
2: I, not in the capital. Oh. So Sydney's got a consulate.
0: Wow. wow.
1: That's some trivia. Wow. Good Damn. job.
0: <laughs> well said. Anyhow, I was at the I was I was at whatever it is here.
2: <laughs> well, Amsterdam's the federal capital?
0: It's it's confusing to me. Yeah, cause things are confusing there cuz you I like, I I think a, like, I think because yeah, you the you have yeah, exactly. There's and and then I think the king also has like a sweet house here but doesn't live here. Like yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Whatever. I uh, and uh uh so you go there and they have these pins, but you look at the pins and these are actually they say U.S. government like skill craft, and I really like these pins. They're old school ballpoint pins. They write really well. So I looked this up and you can buy them on Amazon, <laughs> but of course they don't sell these in like Amazon Germany, right? Then it's really oh, expensive no, no, no. to ship They're them. American pins. US so America. I, I had I had some of them shipped to my mom and I, I got a box of them. You can see right here. Uh, well, you can't, you have but an it's, eagle it's, on them? Oh. no, no eagle, sadly, but. Uh, I got the blue because I like blue, and boy, they are really nice. And they're the perfect—they're a great size for a pocket. They're a little shorter than the uh, the, the G two gel zero point seven uh, or zero point five, which is my main preferred pin in blue. But you should check those out. And Skillcraft only has one L, uh, of course. Skillcraft U.S. government ballpoint pens—they mm. uh, got that clicky thing too, so you can lean back in your chair while you're thinking about, like, uh, you know. The, the sum is uh more than the parts tailwinds, <laughs> just kind of contemplating stuff now before we sign off i want I want to just quickly wrap up what i w- the solo parenting thing I was going to say because it turns out it 's kind of a sweet story so i had I had some stomach problems uh, I, I I felt very bad, and I only threw up once, but boy, it was like i don 't throw up very often this was I was making up for lost time <laughs> with this one but I I got some help from my daughter Alejandra because you know I was also watching my other daughter, a two year old, and I was like, ah, I need help, and she came over and helped me. She was properly concerned, it, it, very adorably. Her first instinct was to call Cormac, who who was who was somewhere <laughs> else. Your daddy a bucket. <laughs> yeah, well, I had already taken care of. It. I'm old enough that I knew I needed a bucket that something was going to happen, and uh, so you know he was at someone's house and she was going to Facetime him to call him. But then later that night, I was feeling much better, and, well. And, and she, she had given me, she went to go get me a glass of water, right? Very something, you, I, I can tell she learned this because my solution to whenever the kids are feeling bad is like, you should have a glass of water, very affordable. And, uh, and then later that night, uh, when we were brushing our teeth, which you can be sure I was excited to be brushing my teeth after that, uh, she brought me a cup of water and she said, just in case. And, oh. and was, that, was, uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. She was thinking ahead. So uh that's that's how I ended up talking about rental cars uh because wow. of the bucket time. Well, if you also are experienced enough in life to know when you're going to need a bucket, you've definitely come to the right place to hear in-depth conversation about the cloud software development and uh rental car schemes. Uh and you know, you can check that out if you go to softwaredefinedtalk.com, you can subscribe, recommend it to other people. Somehow help us, uh, you know, get more downloads because that's what we live for. We love the downloads. And uh, with that, we'll see everyone next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hopefully we won't have to edit it out. But I'll do it at the beginning so we can always start over. (laughs) You see?